Welcome to the Shady Grove Radio Podcast, a production of Shady Grove United Methodist Church in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Turn your radio on, turn your radio on, and listen to the music in the air. Turn your radio on, turn your radio on, and glory share. This week we'll hear a sermon from Mary Elder entitled, Parable of the Ten Bridesmaids, based on Matthew 25, 1 through 13. Turn your radio Before we get into the uh, podcast uh, sermon this week, I just wanted to remind you about Holy Week coming up next week. Uh, it starts on, uh, actually, this Sunday is Palm Sunday. Uh, we'll have our normal three services that Sunday morning. Uh, Monday Thursday service is going to be a com- communion service. That's going to be at 7 p.m. That's on April 6th. And on Good Friday, April 7th, we have Stations of the Cross that will be in the sanctuary from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can come anytime during the day. Um, it'll be a self-guided uh, thing where you can just kind of go around from station to station and there'll be um, full explanations and descriptions on each station as you go. Um, and it should be a very moving um, and intimate experience. Easter uh, sunrise service will be on April 9th on Easter morning. It'll be at 6.30 a.m. out in the pavilion area. Um, weather permitting, if not, we'll bring it inside if it's raining. And then on Easter Sunday itself, later in the day, in the morning, uh, we have our usual 8.15, 9.45, and 11.15 um, services. Also, reminder that on Saturday, on the, de- the day before Easter, that's April the 8th, we will have our big Easter egg extravaganza. It's going to feature an egg hunt, crafts, snacks, activities, and the Easter Bunny will be there. Volunteers are still needed for that. If you are willing to volunteer to help out, either to uh, decorate your car and make that into a station where kids can visit for treats, or just to help out in any way, please contact Becky Roberts, and you can give her a call at the church office, 804 804- 746-9073 or her email address is just Becky Roberts at shadygroveumc.org.org. All right, with that being said, let's switch over now to the sermon that Mary preached on Sunday, the parable of the ten bridesmaids, and again based on Matthew 25, 1 through 13. So I have to say, when I read through this text all week, there were a lot of things about it that just kind of seemed weird to me. I've, many of us have heard it a number of times, but there's just some parts of it that didn't, don't completely make sense. Who is the bride? Why are all the brides, bridesmaids waiting so long? Why did some of them even think that it would be so long that they'd have to have packed extra oil? And why are they trying to find an oil dealer in the middle of the night? Like, none of these things make sense to me. And there are probably a lot of explanations about the historic traditions of weddings and analogies that were popular that help kind of put some of these pieces together. But it still doesn't completely add up. 
But I'll start with the obvious, right? The common interpretation of this is that we don't know when God is going to come back to restore God's kingdom. We have to be vigilant and ready. And that is a true and probably accurate analysis. The story bef stories before and after this are about both also about the wise and the foolish. In the one before, we have the wise one who are both are trusted by their um, trusted by their boss to take care of the estate that they've been left with. And the wise one takes care of it carefully, keeps it up perfectly, and the master returns and everything is exactly the way um, he expected it to be and he's rewarded greatly. Whereas the, the foolish one squanders it, he throws parties there and trashes the place. In the parable after the story of the 10 bridesmaids, we have um, both, both servants being given 10, like a bag of gold by their boss who lets, who has them, who just gives them a bag of gold and says, I'll be back for the bag of gold. And the first two invest it, use it carefully, make it so that the bags of gold become three bags of gold or five bags of gold. And the foolish one buries his bag of gold and it does nothing. These, in both of these stories, the foolish person is someone who has been entrusted with resources, with space, with money, with access to all of the goods that the person who we're gonna say is God has offered them, right? And they have squandered it or done nothing with the opportunity that they have been given. The wise person, in contrast, uses them well, has given, has invested carefully, has protected the environment that they have been trusted with. So with our wise and foolish bridesmaids again, we certainly see some reflection of these other stories, emphasizing the details of doing right versus doing wrong. What's right includes taking care of this earth home that we've been given, using our mental, spiritual, and physical resources to grow opportunities for ourselves and for others. What's wrong includes trashing the space we've been trusted with or being careless with our resources and using them for ourselves exclusively and hurting our fellow people along the way. So one part of this is of course that if we let our own impulses and kind of selfish wants lead us through life, let the world define what living well looks like for us and don't think about the consequences of our actions, we're gonna wind up in a bit of a mess. Probably honestly in this lifetime, <laughs> probably sooner rather than later. We're going to damage the earth, hurt our relationships, waste opportunities where we could have grown our community with love and justice. But then, so, so we have these ideas, but with the bridesmaid story specifically, there's this also this emphatic point going on about the fact that we don't know when the groom is coming and we always need to be ready. So what do we do with that part? Well, for one, none of us do have a timeline for God's plan. We don't know when our own lives will end. We don't know when or where we might encounter God in this world. And we have no idea when God's kingdom and reign of peace and justice will truly be present, even though we might see glimpses. If we are wise, we are, living, we are not living as though the world is going to end tomorrow. Not that we don't take each day as we comes, right? We live as though the world could end for us tomorrow. We tell people that we love them too much. We apologize for the things we've done wrong and try to restore our relationships. We celebrate weddings and festivities and we apologize to the people we've hurt and we give generously of what we have. 
But we don't live as though the world is going to end tomorrow. We try to take a longer look. We care for the Earth because it's the only planet we have. We create economies that are sustainable and where everybody has opportunity. And we build peace that can last through generations. We work for God's community around us because we don't expect God to show back up tomorrow, rain down fire on us and flip everything around and fix the problems we've made. <laughs> because we don't expect that, we try to create the world and do things that give us joy and build God's kingdom here so that we can make that day be closer than it feels like it is. But then there's another part of the story that I think is interesting, which is that all of the bridesmaids in this story are asleep. So for one thing, we, can't, we are not going to be the ones to look at, look at one another and know who is wise and who is foolish. Sometimes we all look the same, right? But the other thing is that even the wise bridesmaids rest. <laughs> they aren't sitting up all night in a state of frenzied panic. They do what they can, and they have done what they could. They know that the circumstances are going to change around them while they're asleep. They know that the timeline of this wedding could get moved back, and things might get difficult along the way. But they also still sleep. They don't do their part at this self-destructive personal cost, right? They know even when to say no when the foolish bridesmaids ask for their oil. And that can be hard, right, because I think a lot of us hear the gospel and we want to be able to fix everything. We want to heal the world. We want to be able to do everything for everyone. And sometimes we just can't. <laughs> The wise bridesmaids are able to look at this world they are in, look at the situation they are in, pack what they need, and recognize when they have done all they can. And this is not easy. To be ready, to be completely prepared, to do everything you need to do, and then to wait. If you've ever been getting ready to go somewhere with someone who takes too long getting ready, or tried to get kids out the door, or maybe been going to doctor's appointments where you have to get there super early and then have to wait a really long time and then get a referral to another doctor where you get there super early and have to wait. We've all been in those situations where you have to hurry up and wait. You do everything you can and everything you have to do. You're completely ready for this thing that you need or excited for or are dreading. And then it's days or hours or years before all that preparation that you have done seems to have done anything. And it can be exhausting. But if the people in our life don't move on our timelines, why do we think God would? We've got to pack well for this trip, y'all, because we do not know what it's going to look like. And then that leads to my last question. What is the oil that we're packing? <laughs> Traditionally, though, oil has represented deeds of love and mercy, obedience to God's commandment that we love the Lord our God with all our hearts and souls and strength, and love our neighbor as ourself. On Ash Wednesday, we talked about how if God is the lamp, we can be like the olive trees. We produce fruit that helps bring that lamp's light into the world for all to see. We can do things that bring God's light and goodness to others. And in our communion liturgy, we're reminded that all are invited to the table who love God, repent of the things they've done wrong, and try to live well with love and peace for our neighbors. All are invited who are willing to try to keep the light on, right? 
Dusty the donkey is invited because he does his part to help guide Jesus through the path and because he waits and watches and cares. You are invited because God created and loves you and sees the potential that you have to share God's light in the world. And when a lot of people feel like there's a lot of dark times around us between political division and natural disaster and wars and hate and illness, our world really needs us to be ready to light the way. We all want to get to that wedding feast to have a good party, and we all know it's not going to be easy. So as bridesmaids, we have a responsibility to help guide the world through the dark. We have that oil because we have hope, and an ultimate hope in what God can do. We know that God comes to earth. We know that there is a better and brighter world out there that we can be a part of. And we are packing that hope with us. And we are doing the things that help make that hope greater and stronger and a deeper well. We, we do good works. We're an example of love. We find light in the hard times. We, use, we pack enough oil for the long haul by doing things that we love, by using our gifts and strengths to bless others, right? We build healthy habits and nurture ourselves in joyful community, right? So that, like, if you were getting ready for a wedding, there would be fun, there would be excitement. You make it something that you want to do because that is the only way we're going to be able to stick it out till the end, y'all. We think long-term when we develop strategies to serve our community, and we look for the blessings that will help encourage us along the way. It's a lot of work, but it's also one filled with joy about the love that's going to be shared. We pack enough oil by strengthening ourselves and becoming people who are ready to light up the path whenever it is needed by others. We invite God's light and love to be with us even when we're at rest, and keep doing God's work, not just on Sunday mornings or every now and then, but with every breath we take. Because God wants us all to be ready. All the bridesmaids were invited and wanted and important to the wedding party. And because those five weren't, it wasn't as bright, right? We just have to and we get to choose to be a part of this plan that God has. So what are you packing? Will you bring the oil for your lamps and make it a party? Your soul. Get in touch with God. And turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Well, turn your radio on. And listen to the music in the air. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Let glory share. Turn your lights down. Well, turn your lights down low. And listen to the master's radio. Get in touch with God. And turn your radio on.